Warning! This podcast may contain naughty language, including the C-word. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everybody, you've tuned into Shingles List, where we talk movies, music, trending news, game sports, current affairs, and anything else that pops into our brains. I am Dave Shingler, and I'm joined by my sleepy man-child, that's Cleon Muley. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. You like to... Move it. It's Shingler's List. Straight in, unpopular unpopular opinion. Michael Jackson is a modern-day Millie Vanilli. Said it. Michael Jackson is a modern-day Millie Vanilli. I've said it. Um, Why Michael Jackson is not one person singing on all his songs. It is not. Oh, okay. It is not. I have listened... So... I, I do apologise. You jumped in on me straight away with Abba last week. I'm so trying, I'm jumping straight in with you and Michael Jackson this week. I swear Millie Vanilli came after Michael Jackson. Right, regardless. <laughs> regard, no, no. A modern day no, Michael Jackson no, is, is Millie Vanilli. No, no. Mod, no, Millie Vanilli were around Black Mick. Oh, okay. Okay, uh, okay. I don't, I don't know. Now, I've listened. <laughs> I've been listening to, I've been listening to Black Mick stuff. Okay, how, right. How Black? No, no, all the way to Thriller. Okay, okay, all right, all right. Okay, all right. okay, okay, so premium Black Mick, yeah? Okay. And I've been listening to Black Mick stuff, <laughs> and all through back Black Mick's songs, right, it is all Michael Jackson. Oh, right, all right, all right. Right, then you've got the weird album in the middle, which is all kind of Michael where he's getting mega famous, and then you get the bad, and it starts from bad. Man in the Mirror, Dirty Diana. I just can't stop loving you. There is there is multiple singers on those songs. I, I, Michael Jackson is a is a dirty cheat of a singer. I'm calling it. I've been listening to you know how we've got this new audio stuff now that you can hear the differences in voices and the nuances etc. There is not one singer singing on Michael Jackson's songs. I mean, he's there's ghost singers. We've heard of ghost writers, Dave. This is ghost singers. It's an interesting theory, but it's not a theory. Not, listen to the bloody it's not music. True, <laughs> Dave. You listen to you listen to the digits. You listen to those songs. Uh-huh. I've listened to them a million times uh-huh. over because I'm a massive that, Michael Jackson fan. Yeah, but. No, listen to the singers. They are different singers. I had them in my AirPods, and I went. I was singing, and I was going because I was trying at the actual tune and melody. His voice. It's either that, or they've recorded them in completely, completely multiple parts. It's just been line for line, and Michael Jackson was never a good singer. He's um, at, his voice definitely changed over the years. Um, if Not you, during one if bloody you go, song, though. But you think, <laughs> literally, if you go from if if you go from um, nineteen seventy nine off the wall, I think that was seventy nine. Yeah, black man. And go through to nineteen ninety one with Dangerous. And in that time frame, the amount of surgery that he'd had as well, that's got to affect the way that you sing. You know what I mean? His face was a completely no. different shape. And if you start altering all the shape of your face and your mouth and stuff, I'm you will I'm talking about on the song. I'm talking about on the actual song, on the track. I'm not... I'm okay, t- okay. So, so Black Mick, Black Mick, fine. All Michael Jackson singing. And you can hear that in the actual song. And then when it starts crossing over to Dangerous and Dirty Diana and all of that, that stuff, yeah, it is. It's a great album. There are multiple different singers singing on all of those tracks. Well, 
Probably. He's probably what got a load of... Probably. probably. How is that a good thing? He's, well, he's probably got loads of backing singers and whatnot. But no, got I'm not talking backing singers, Dave. I'm not talking <clears throat> backing singers. If he's doing singers. different takes... I'm not talking backing singers. You wouldn't do different... T- I'm not talking... I've recorded this verse in one part and then I've recorded this part and... De- Listen to him. He's the modern-day Millie Vanilli. I'm telling you. I've, I've, I've listened to him. I've, cov- I've uncovered you, Jackson. I mean... Um, You're not just a paedophile... You're also a cheat. <laughs> <Fuck. laughs> I'm, um, <clears throat> allegedly. I'm going to leave that one with you, because, uh, yeah. I was furious, Dave. I can only imagine. I can only imagine, Cleon. I'm listening to you, and I'm going, yeah, yeah, do, huh? That's, and I, and I, and I, and I so I played it again, and then I thought, right, I'm going to have a bit of a dig into this. So, seven albums later, <laughs> <laughs> seven albums later, in a complete Saturday night painting, listening to Michael Jackson. He does multi-track on his songs. I so know there will be multi-track. There will be alternate. I know there's layers and different over the songs and everything, but there's definitely it a who's diff- produced as well. I'm talking a different pitch, completely. No, you're, you're, yeah, no, that's not the case, Cleon. That you're going to have a listen to Jackson later. Oh yeah, and you're going to go. Oh, I won't. You will. I mean, yeah, I, I, I bet you do. I bet you do. I bet you come back and you go, Jesus Christ! You are the Hercules Poirot. <laughs> you are the mud. You are Sherlock Holmes of the music industry. <laughs> this time next week, Dave, the Great Jackson conspiracy <clears throat> will be uncovered. All right. Well, okay. I'll have a listen to some Michael Jackson. Yeah, I mean, I don't need an excuse to listen to any Michael Jackson albums, but I'll what's have a listen. Your, what's your other unpopular opinion? My other unpopular opinion. Um, what have you got? That's an unpopular opinion. Uh, Adele can't sing. Is that true? Is that your? Yeah, yeah. I don't like Adele's singing voice. Um, which that doesn't say she can't sing, though, does it? Yeah. I, well, I don't think Adele can sing. Okay, that's the unpopular opinion. Um, it doesn't mean she can't sing. I don't think she can sing. Uh, which, in, in all fairness, and I always say this, I feel really bad when I say that because when I've watched interviews with her and stuff, she seems like proper cool. Mm. Like I'd love to go for a beer with her or something like. Yeah, she's um, all very she like seems, she? Yeah, she seems so like down to earth and really cool and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. And and obviously she's made millions out of doing the thing that I don't think she can do very well and that's singing <laughs> and everybody around the world thinks she can sing so I'm obviously wrong and I'm willing to take that on but when when an Adele song comes on the radio I just go ah oh no yeah. I just it just doesn't resonate with me and me and me it doesn't work for me but I feel the same way about Ed Sheeran but that's just yeah yeah okay I'll give you that one I'll give you that one I think um, Ed Sheeran's the biggest rip-off artist <clears throat> on planet earth he's um I mean he can write a song I'll give him that oh my god uh, he can write. He can write the odd song, but let's like this song. I think it's still at number one now. Bad habits. <laughs> oh my! It's been at number one since nineteen ninety-five. Been at number one since nineteen ninety-five. Was... <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who the hell's still buying it now. I don't think anybody now cares about this song. But well, apparently I'm wrong. But he is. I just I can hear other songs within the songs. I don't think he's as good as people think he is. I think he's riding the hype. Oh, God, massively. Don't get me wrong, he, writes a, he can write a banging oh, yeah, song. Right, right. There's, a, there's, a, there's a couple of tracks where I've sat back and gone, oh, Jesus, I wish yeah, I had written that. That's really good. Um, even like, um, what was the Bieber track that he wrote? Love Yourself. Oh, Love Yourself, and amazing song, he, yeah. He took 12 months off work because he wrote that song. He literally paid for him to have the year off. Well, that one track. I think he paid for more than the you know year I mean? off, Dave. <laughs> well, he, paid, he gives himself a salary. Did you know that? Oh, does he? Yeah, so he, he, whatever he earns and whatnot, he actually gives. He pays himself a monthly salary. Mm. Um, and uh, he doesn't just live off his, off his millions. He actually lives, he pays himself a salary. So the money goes into a company. And <laughs> Money's going somewhere else, yeah. Um, 
And he, um, when he took that time off, I don't know if it's still the case now, but there was a period with Ed Sheeran where he, the only way you could get in touch with him was email. He didn't have a phone, didn't have uh, even a landline. There was no social media. Oh, nothing. yeah, that's because he was and you, moving about once You could only get in touch with him by, by email. Because yeah. the, then he'd have to sit at his computer and log into the emails. Like, yeah. it's, uh, there's a couple of comedians that, that do that. I can't remember which one, which, who it was. There's a comedian that hasn't got... He's one of Joe Rogan's mates, and uh, he hasn't got a smartphone. He's just Bill got, Murray. He's just got an old um, thingy phone, and if you want to, if you get in touch with him, it's a phone call. There's no text. It's just a phone call if you want to get in touch with him. But he uses social media at home, so once he's home, then he can go onto the computer and do it that way. But Bill yeah. Murray of the Ghostbusters is quite like that. Mm. If you... if <laughs> Someone said, if you say to him... You're on set tomorrow at eight thirty in the morning, and it's six months from then. Yeah, you won't be able to get in contact with him till <laughs> that time of the morning when he's got to be on set mm. from six months from now. Well, so I kind of get where he is, and I don't understand the panic behind other people. Um, do you know where um, I do like people that are? Uh, Kraftwerk, the the German electronic group. Yeah, did the model. She's the model Kraftwerk when when they were recording. They didn't allow any external interference in the studio. So, like, things like mobile... Well, wouldn't have been mobile phones, but things like phone calls and stuff like that. There was no external noise in the studio. Just the music that they were creating was the only thing that could be in the studio. No clocks, no nothing like that. So if you wanted to get in touch with them and they were in the studio, they would give you a time, an exact time, and it was like, okay, you phone this number at, like, 4 o'clock and you can speak to us. So, but the the phone wouldn't ring, it wouldn't mm. make a noise, and they would just lift the phone up at four o'clock. Yeah. And if you were there, you were there. And if you weren't, you weren't. <laughs> they just Then they just put the phone down. Very no noise. external noise. Yeah. Very clever. Very, 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 clever. very, 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 very clever. I, I like the no external noise <clears throat> thing. Yeah, people get distracted far too, especially these days. It's yeah. it's so easy to get distracted. If I'm doing something, I have to kind of call a social media blackout. Yeah. If that makes sense. I yeah, kind of, yeah. Is that my volume or is this the headphones? Yeah, you just need to pull your mic a bit closer to your mouth. Is that where we are? <laughs> yeah. You're off. You're facing the ceiling. Like, just yeah, yeah, yeah. Down I, feel like, I feel like I'm going to do a, a ring announcement in a minute. In the red corner. Yeah, oh, No, but if, um, if I'm concentrating on something or if I've got a presentation to write or yeah, some crap yeah. for work, I generally throw my phone upstairs and put it on yeah. charge i i'm an nightmare for it procrastination um when i'm doing like essays and stuff like that um if there's distraction then oh, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll get distracted yeah and i have to i have to try and get the, the distractions out of the way first so if there's yeah, things yeah. that I, that i'm going to do <clears throat> I'm I'll, the same. I'll do all that first um and then crack on with uh, with anything that i'm doing um things like Especially these days, with you know, with your smartphones and everything. I was recording with my old band. We went to uh, Rugeley, a recording studio called Abbey Sound in Rugeley, um, to record an EP. And as opposed to just concentrating on recording the EP, mm. I mean, I was like documenting the whole thing. I was filming it, and I mean, this was, you know, smartphone yeah. cameras were shite. So um, you know, I t- actually took a camcorder with me, uh, a mini DV camcorder, and was it high eight? I can't remember. And uh, and actually documented the thing and made a little music video out of it. But <clears throat> there was like, <clears throat> bloody hell, my throat today. But there was no, um, it kind of took away from the concentration of the recording. Yeah. Which was a bit. The art of delegation. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
I mean, we we were very well rehearsed, so it it didn't matter that much. <laughs> we were very well rehearsed. Do you know what? We, <laughs> the thing with the thing with like unsigned bands and amateur bands is we're all broke. Um, so when it comes to recording, yeah, um, if you're paying by the hour for that studio, then you get them songs down as quick as you can. So we would make a point of writing everything outside the recording studio and practicing them to death to the point where there's a lot of the, the way that a lot of bands record is if the drummer's putting his drum track down you will play guitar and maybe bass or something along with him so he knows where he is in the song you know yeah. you'll do some couple of ghost tracks while he puts his 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 drum track down well trev our drummer he didn't need that we could go we could leave the room he would just put the drum track down without us because yeah. he knew exactly where he was in the song he knew exactly mm-hmm. what he was doing and he didn't need that guide guitar or guide vocal. Yeah. That's how, how well we, we rehearsed, um, which was brilliant when we did one of the EPs because he just couldn't he couldn't get a part of the song down. It took him ages. Um, and it was great that we didn't have to be there because he was really pissing us off, so we left. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, well, I'm going to leave you to this, Trev. You, you crack on, mate, and we'll come back in an hour. <laughs> I've, had a very seri- I've had a very similar thing about laying a vocal line and the execution of laying a vocal line. And it took me 52 takes. Oh, wow. Wow. And that's one break in the middle of that. Yeah, I've um, I've, I've been there, man, with, like, guitar solos. There was a <clears throat> there was a track we were recording once, and it actually cut my finger um, mm. the day before, typical, the day before we were recording. I cut my finger, like, threw my nail at the top. And it came to recording this solo. It wasn't a long solo, it was like eight bars or something, but I had to record it a bar at a time. Yeah. So I did like, you know, a bar or a bar and a half or something, then I'd have to be dropped in. So the whole solo, I'm like, I'm just getting dropped in because my finger was hurting that much. <clears throat> when he was playing the chords and stuff and the power chords, I'd just use a different finger um, and, uh, you know, just play play the other bits a different yeah. way. But I needed that finger for this solo. <laughs> um And it was, uh, but we got through it, literally just like the recording engineer just kept on dropping me in. Yeah. Um, you know, wind the tape back, drop me in, and, and it sounds flawless. Um, but it just took quite a while because I'd, kept, yeah. I'd, I'd mess up as well, so you'd have to go back and do that bit again. Um, it was, I think, it was like three days later. We gigged as well um, to promote this EP that we'd just done, and um, I literally had like um, a plaster and gaffer tape and stuff over my finger to try and stop it from bursting out, but it didn't work. It was literally the end of the gig. My jeans. Yeah. Did, like the left leg of my jeans was just blood splattered all down the jeans, all over my guitar, the strings, everything, just bleeding all over it. <clears throat> but uh, the the things we do for our art, Cleon. The things <laughs> we do for our art, Dave. Oh dear, dear, dear. Well, it's been an interesting one for football. I was just going to say, let's get into the football. Let's go for football. Let's, let's do go this. for football. So football. Let's. I'll start off with my Friday night football. So Friday night, uh, Newcastle squared up to Leeds. Uh, brilliant match actually uh, Alex St. Matson and Rafina got the goals either way really positive signs for Newcastle Dave at the moment cool cool, cool. we looked good we looked like we had a bit of a fighting edge yeah, yeah. we looked a bit attacking uh, Saturday we had Port Vale ladies under nights <laughs> <laughs> who got beat 1-0 Oh, by some other team. By some other team, whose name I can't remember. <laughs> who's who? Who I will pay attention for next week, just for dropping them in for the importance of the show. 
Um, and then, uh, City of Stoke, ladies and gentlemen, they travelled to Foley, last season's league champions, um, and won 3 0. I did see that. I saw that on the uh, on the other social media. So you are on a um, eight match. An eight match. So we've played. Yeah. So we've played eight, drawn two, one. <laughs> we've played eight, drawn two, one, one six, one six, one six, one six. Conceded thirteen, scored thirty. So um, a goal wow. difference of seventeen, and um, on eighteen points, I believe. I believe. That puts us top of the league. I'm just pulling the league up now, but I'm not sure if, if they've uh, refreshed it. To be honest with you, it's uh, it's taking a short while to um, <clears throat> to uh, load up. I believe because Will Stanton lost at the weekend. Well, you had some um, you had some uh, games in hand. Yeah, but did I you not? got two games in hand though. Uh, the last time we checked. I'm sorry. I will. I will get it up in a second. It's just. Um, <laughs> Uh, oh, thank you. It's taking a short while to refresh that. Is. Oh, thank you. Matron. Matron. Dave's getting it up in a second. Um, Just taking a while to refresh. I believe. <laughs> you can I, fly. I haven't checked. Uh, I haven't really checked. I stopped checking, but I believe Vale won. Vale won 2 0. 2 0. And Stoke lost to Derby. Oh, no. I it, believe. I've got no idea what the score is. I'll have a look. Um, who went into administration. I was just about to say that, yeah. And uh, Wayne Rooney found out by watching Sky News on Friday night. That was nice. Oh, that's nice. That's nice, wasn't it? Someone <laughs> called him. You're not getting paid on Friday, mate. <laughs> what? Um, yeah, yeah. He, he, he did an interview with Sky Sports News, like, on Saturday. And he said, I didn't, I didn't know. I was watching <laughs> Sky News on Friday night. That's how I found out. I was having a Chinese, lads. <clears throat> yeah, the... Um, uh, they lost 2-1 to Derby. Uh, unfortunately, Cleon, um, there seems to be an issue with the staff, the Staffs County Senior League website. Uh, right. So I can't actually get the uh, the table up. We've um, blown the website. You've blown it, yeah. You've destroyed it. We've destroyed, we've, it. We've, we've destroyed um, the website. While we're on the subject of football, if you've seen the news today, um, Jimmy Greaves has uh, passed away. Jimmy Greaves, England legend Jimmy yes, Greaves, yeah. has passed away aged 81 years young. Um, 44 England goals for 44 goals for England in 57 games, and he was part of the 1966 World Cup squad with the most English goals in the top flight, with 357, and scored 266 in 379 games for Spurs. Was he not England's like fourth highest goal scorer? Fourth highest goal oh. scorer behind ooh, Wayne Rooney. Let's see if I've got this in my head. Wayne Rooney, Gary Lineker, or Alan Shearer? Quite possibly, yeah. Wayne Rooney. I know, I know Wayne Rooney's the highest league goal scorer. Then it's definitely Gary Lineker. And if he's fourth, oh, who is it? <laughs> oh, who knows? Who knows? I don't think it's Shearer. Um, England's leading goal scorers. Um, Wayne Rooney. 53. Yeah, Lineker. Uh, Bobby Charlton. Bobby Charlton, there you go. 49. Gary Lineker, Barry 48. Lin- yeah. <laughs> Did you say Barry Lineker? Barry Lineker. Barry Lineker, his brother. Bassett. And uh, Jimmy Greaves. And Jimmy brother. Greaves, sorry. Charlton. Um, Charlton, then Lineker. Ah. Lineker couldn't catch Charlton. That was it, sorry. I think um, with, with Jimmy Greaves as well, like a lot of people my age, like the, the millennial era, will remember him from punditry as well. 
Yeah, uh, from Saint and Greaves. Saint and Greaves, yeah, he did. That that's from being little. That's what I remember him from. I, you know I, I mean? remember him from that as well. The old uh, the old pullover on yeah. a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, I am. Um, I don't. Uh, he always had like lemon colour woolly ja- woolly jumpers on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I um, <laughs> I actually remember like watching the, the, these shows and not knowing he was a football player. Just thought he was a TV presenter. Yeah, exactly the same. And, um, and like my dad telling me that that he used to play for England. Um, never got a winners' medal uh, initially. Never got a winners' medal for the um, <clears throat> '66 World Cup. 2009. 2009. Uh, he got his winners' medal, but unfortunately, you can he tell looked... I've read a lot about this yeah, in the yeah. last couple of hours. Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> uh, he auctioned it off in the 2015 to pay for medical bills, which is a shame. Is a shame. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, he had a stroke which left him uh, wheelchair bound. Um, I haven't actually read. That's a major stroke. I haven't actually read um, what he passed away from. Um, was it just? I think it was just being eighty-one. Being years eighty-one old. years old and yeah. generally ill. Yeah, I think. Uh, so yeah, that's a shame. And um, another one, literally just before I was setting this up, uh, I read. Um, on Facebook, um, Boise. Yeah, Boise's Bo- Boise's kicked the mm. kicked the bucket as well today. Uh, what's his name? I've, I'm sorry, I do apologise. I've completely forgot uh, his John name. John Chalice. John Chalice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, who played uh, played um, Boise. Boise and Only Fools and Horses. He certainly um, did. Uh, really good character that oh, was. Right, Marlene. Brilliant right, Marlene. Yep, he is. He is officially brown bread. Uh, he did quite a few of the. Um, uh, the conventions that were that were put on around here, that Stoke on Trent, yeah, um, which was which was cool. Like, so there's a lot of people today I've noticed on social media putting the pictures up with him and whatnot. And everybody actually, um, as <clears throat> every single person is just saying what a really nice gentleman he was. Yeah, I know, um, but he's not going to be a not busy on Stoke on Trent. No, I mean in general though, like that like people are, who, who like organise the events with him and stuff, and uh, just in general he was just a, a nice, a nice yeah. gent apparently. Oh, that's uh, nice. So that's a shame. That's a shame. Not very nice at all. Um, it is a shame. It is a shame. Are we? Uh, are we? Are we done with football? We're not no. done with football today. Ronaldo scored again for Manchester United. <laughs> okay. As Manchester United scored two one and putting to bed this myth that you must retire from football at the age of 30. <laughs> On from that subject, Baz's or Barry's Football Club, uh, today won 5-3. Weird game, and at one point, uh, Barry's were 3-1 down with eight players on the pitch following the keeper getting sent off and two players being simbent. They won the game 5-3 with nine players following a second red card where the ref completely lost control of a match and <laughs> after no time... Right, right, sod it. I'm going to go on about refs for a little bit now for two seconds. Um, referees in football. Right, OK, there we go. I'm back on ball again. I keep going quiet and then loud again. Anyway, yeah, we're, having desk, couple, we're, having a, we're having a couple of desk issues, ladies and gentlemen. Um, so, referees. This is my issue with referees, Dave. If there's a first title where it's not a ye- they don't give a yellow card for a high boot or studs up or yeah. a, a dirty challenge, they've completely lost control. Yeah, and that's what happened today during our match. There was an incident where we were playing a young team, and to be honest with you, I came on the pitch with twenty minutes to go at three-one down, mm-hmm. 
Uh, I'm not saying I had anything. <laughs> that sounded really bad then, didn't it? Uh, I'm not saying I had anything to do with it. I'm just saying what I came on to. And I said to the lads, I said, you should not be conceding goals against kids this young. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, I'm with you, I'm with you. Because they were at the age where they weren't even... How do I put it? When I walked on the pitch, I felt like I was playing against Ethan and <laughs> Ethan and Dexter. I genuinely, I genuinely did, mate. Genuinely did. No joke. I genuinely believed like he was playing against. Yeah, what? What's going on here? Yeah, no, I was. I was. He was that. They were. I was like, aren't you? Are you? How old are you? You're like twelve. I was like, no, seriously. I thought they were about. They looked about fourteen, fifteen, and they were about that size. Wow. There's no more of this crap going on. Turn up at the right place, anyway. Yeah, I, I, don't, <laughs> I just said to the lads, why aren't you just sending like these young people? <laughs> start like batting them around now. <coughs> and that was pretty much the next 20 minutes of the match. So anyway, we won the game. Um, and yeah, putting to bed the myth that you need to retire from football at 30. I think if you can, do. I also believe there's a moment when you get to 31, 30, you get to about 31, 32, 33, yeah, yeah. and your legs go. And you either completely stop playing at that moment mm-hmm. or you carry on and you go through yeah, yeah. that type of wall and you adapt your game to your legs being gone, but you make up for it in other small ways. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. my belief because Ronaldo was a left winger. Mm-hmm. So if Ronaldo now wanted to be a left winger, he couldn't do it yeah. because he hasn't got that, he hasn't got that energy yeah, in his pace, legs. Yeah. He'd probably be able to do it for 20 minutes and then he'd be like pulling hamstrings, his kneecaps mm. would be flying off, his toes would be dropped. You know what I mean? Yeah, he, he's yeah. a, he has a, a certain age, so he's now a centre forward. He's now a number nine. And he knows within that 20-yard space, he's the fastest yeah. around. Yeah, 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 so course. he works his adapt, talent adapt, yeah. very well. Cavani's done the same. So all, mm. all the players do that. So that's, yeah, that's probably the reason why some people retire at that moment. Yeah. Because they go, right, that's it, I can't be bothered no I'm more. done now, yeah, let's see. And some people go, nah, let's, let's keep dabbling. Hmm. I'm pretty much done, though. <laughs> but let's adapt the game. I suppose fighters do the same thing as well, you know what I mean? Yeah. If they've got, like... You know, I'm like, know. like today, I'm your fine china, 20 minutes. <laughs> Just yeah. out, do me 20 minutes, back. Do me 20 minutes, sort the defence out, and then, yeah. Then go back, yeah. No, yeah, it, it is. Um, but then again, you know, I suppose uh, if you are somebody like Ronaldo, who... Which I'm not. Who is, who, <laughs> in all fairness, man, the, the, the money that he must have in the bank at the moment, like, just from, like, every minute of walking around, like, how much mm. money he earns, mm. he's obviously playing for passion. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's not playing for money anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? But... Um, I, I guess you've got you've got the guys that might have just destroyed all the money, just burnt their way through it, and now yeah. they're just playing to. They've got to keep them paychecks coming in. They've got to pay the mortgages on their mansions, like, and 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 they end up just fading out into into kind of nothing. And, into punditry. Into punditry. Yeah. <laughs> um, have you read um, you read about Gary Lineker today? Actually, speaking of punditry, well, um, he's um, what's he done? Well, he, he said he was going to quit BT Sports Champions League coverage. 
because uh, he's done it for five years, I think, something like that. Um, and he said he was going to quit, but BT Sport have offered him apparently a fair chunk of change to come back and do it. And he's gone, uh, no, no, I don't want to. I, I said I was going to quit, and that, that's what I'm, what I'm doing. Uh, because he wants to follow his beloved Leicester around Europe. And he's he, doing it with his sons. Uh, yeah, he? with his sons. And he says, we don't know when it'll happen again, so I'm not going to go back and do Champions League. So, yeah, that's after him for yeah, now. Can, <laughs> things like that, though, can wait. Cleon, speaking of sport... This has just popped into my head, and I know I'll forget something we didn't talk about last week. Yeah, David A. fought again. Did he? Yeah, exactly, exactly. He announced he was coming out of retirement to take a fight. On. <laughs> I thought you were just going to say he was coming out then. And he fought again. Did he? How did he get on? Well, he won. Did he? Yeah. Oh. I think he went the distance because I don't care. But like, I got up in the morning and saw the news and went, "Oh, oh, that happened, did it?" Oh, um, I never even knew he had a fight. Yeah, he he was on like. I don't know if he was on the same car, but it was the same night. There was, there was all this like kind of weird MMA boxing money yeah. matches at the moment, and it was meant to be Vitor Belfort versus it was an MMA fighter versus uh, Oscar De La Hoya, but it ended up being Vitor Belfort versus a uh, um, 107-year-old Evander Holyfield. Um, and Evander Holyfield, it was horrible to watch. He just got knocked out in the first round and he hit the deck and it was like oh, oh, he's, oh killed Evander. He's, he's killed him that's not very nice to see um tito <laughs> T, tito ortiz and um come on then yeah <laughs> tito ortiz and um anderson silver had a, had a fight as well that was that was boxing and i mean anderson silver knocked tito the fuck out which is brilliant um but yeah david a fought and he, and he won and the idiot called out tyson fury he did what? He called out Tyson Fury. It's like, stop it now. I used to love David A, you know, when he was cruiserweight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he was good. Um, and, you know, working his way up through the grid. And he won all the, unified the cruiserweight division. And then f- watching him go into heavyweight and yeah. winning the world title, you know what I mean? I'm like, wow, you've done it, mate. Well done. Yeah. And then he just seemed to become like a parody of himself. Yeah, um, yeah. This whole, I mean, that's what did my tits in. This whole, I said I was going to retire at 30, so that's what I'm going to do. And he retired. He shouldn't. He should have just he gone. He should have just gone, you know what? I'm not actually going to do that. I'm going to keep fighting. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't know why fighters come out and say stupid things like it, that. Or why just, people come out and make statements like that. If he'd have just um, carried on fighting he, and not taking, not took that time off, he probably would have been better than he was. But um, And then the whole, like, um, oh, what's his name? Bloody the Scouse boxer, Everton fan, um, was in Creed. Oh, no, no. Who, uh, Tony Bellew. Tony Bellew. I could see his face, yeah, and I'm yeah, looking yeah. at you, and I'm watching Creed, looking at you, and I'm going, <laughs> no. Nope. Uh, I've got the Creed card, Rita. The, the whole Tony Bellew saga was just like... Yeah, that was crap. Yeah, the proof was right there. That he just, in all fairness... He got he, beat the first time, and then he got beat, he the, got second beat the second time. time. He was like, we're not having a third. Tony Bell, you said that, didn't he? You know, styles make fights, and I knew I could beat his style. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. Um, but he's, uh, yeah, he's called out Tyson Fury, which is just a dumb move. It's um, not a dumb move. It's a point. It's not even a move. Yeah, it's pointless. It's um, just a silly shout. Uh, we've got AJ and Usek. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, that's coming up. And uh, Cleon. The British public are not happy. Why, Dave? Why aren't the British public happy? Because Sky Sports are charging twenty four ninety five for the pay per view. Of what? Uh, AJ and Inusek. What's what time is it on? Is it on an English channel? Is it on English time? I'd imagine so. Yeah, yeah, because they're both. Where's it being played at? European, not 
unless they're doing one of them uh, Saudi Arabia shows. It's not Saudi Arabia, is it again? Have they gone to the same venue <clears throat> where it was supposed to be with Tyson? We will have a look. It is um, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Pub. 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 Yeah. Um, yeah, twenty-four. We'll, we'll, spe- no, we'll spend that money on beer. To any Americans mm. listening to this, they've just heard me go twenty-four ninety-five, and they're all pissing themselves because pay-per-views over in America are like a hundred and fifty dollars. We don't have a pay-per-view market over here because us Brits go, no, no, we're not paying that. No. <laughs> uh, but it's it's apparently one of the most expensive pay-per-views that Sky have put on. They, they used to be. I mean, you remember the day when they were nine ninety-nine. You'd yeah, spend a tenner on a pay per view. I, I think. Know. Well, I think it's I... just inflation. When it, you yeah. can you remember when it used to be nine ninety nine? When was that? The eighties. Um, well, the early nineties, wasn't it? Late nineties, early two thousands, and then it was like fifteen exactly. quid. We're twenty. We're twenty years on now. Well, they, they did it with wrestling. They did it with WWE. That that went from like a tenner up to up to twenty. Yeah, and what's I happened swear to that product? WrestleMania was like twenty two, twenty three. Yeah, it was. Um, Look at this, that product though now. Yeah, that's gone to crap. That has now. Um, well, they've they've lost. You could tell that was going to crap the moment it went to Channel Five. Um, that was um, it was Channel Four, wasn't it? Oh, oh, they've done the no, it's the highlight thing, it's isn't it? Channel Five. Yeah. So, um, Sky pulled out of the WWE deal. BT Sport bought it, mm. and they, as part of the TV deal, it's similar to Formula One. You have to have some kind of. Um, um, highlight show or magazine show on a free-to-air TV channel. Now, um, Sky had... What was one of the Sky channels they used to put it on? I know they put it on Sky 1, but that's not free-to-air. I think it might have been like um, Pick or something like that. It used to always to be on Sky Sports. Yeah, it was on Sky Sports, but then they would do a one-hour highlight show on Sky 1 on like yeah, a Saturday yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah, on a Saturday so morning. it's yeah. part of the TV deal. But that, always, that was always <clears> cut and edited to hell. Yeah. As part as yeah. part of the TV deal, um, they have to put something on a free to air TV channel. Mm. Um, so because BT Sport have got the um, the live shows, it's Channel Five that have got the free to air versions, um, like the highlight shows. Yeah, but it's still crap. <clears throat> yeah, it's been crap for ages. WWE, the WWE product's been crap. It's been for ages. crap since it went to Channel Five. Um, it was about that time the downhill the downhill started. They started putting it on as well because like Channel Five own um, that that Paramount channel. Yeah, um, and they started putting it on that, and it's like I don't even know where that is on my box. Where is yeah, that? Why like? have we got wrestling on Paramount, guys? Um, How bad's this getting? Do you know what I haven't? Um, Get off wheel the Hulk out in a minute. Uh, I haven't um, watched AEW this week. I haven't had a chance. Uh, but two weeks running, AEW have beat Raw in the ratings, which. It doesn't mean anything these days. It's not. It's not a war anymore. Who's yeah. Ric Flair associated to? Well, this is the thing. <laughs> I was hoping we'd steer into this subject. This is the steer into it. I've just crashed into it. He's, he's not actually signed with anybody. He's independent. Um, he he walked. I, th- I think I think you need to tell the backstory here. Don't yeah. So um, as we segue into wrestling. So he left the WWE um, because he wanted to do other things. Um, And he left on good terms, and he asked for his release, and he's like, I want my release, I want to go and do these things, and you won't let me do these things. And he said in an interview, I listened to him on um, uh, Rene Young, it's not Rene Young anymore, on Rene Young's um, podcast, um, and he said, 
Vince McMahon would have let him do the things. It's just getting the message to Vince McMahon. That's the problem. You've got to go through so many people to get it up to him. So it was easier for him to just ask for his release. So then he's made an appearance in AAA, which is uh, Mexican wrestling. He um, he, um, valeted uh, Andrade um, down to the ring when he fought Kenny Omega. Brilliant match. He got involved in the match as well, which was awesome to see. Threw some chops, whacked a figure four on Conan. Brilliant. Um, Now, the rumor is, oh, he appeared in NWA um, 73, I think it was, a couple of weeks ago. He came out and did this big speech about the NWA and the speech about WWE as well and about Vince McMahon and Triple H and Shawn Michaels and how they saved him and he's got nothing but love for them, blah, blah, blah. Um, The NWA is doing pretty well at the moment as well. Uh, So he he appeared on that. He's doing all these independent, um, 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 independent, not performances, appearances. And the rumor is now Andrade is seeing Charlotte Flair. They're a couple, yeah. so Rick Flair is father-in-law. Mm. the The rumor was that Rick Flair were, would sign with AEW to be Andrade's um, manager. Yeah. Now AEW use their legend talents really well. They've got like um, Tully Blanchard's there, and he's in a manager. Uh, um, position yeah uh, taz is in a manager position um arn anderson in a manager position sting even though he is kind of still wrestling but he's like quote unquote managing darby allen yeah. they're using all these uh they had jake the snake as well hey, um, he was brilliant um so glad that jake the snake got clean so yeah. glad he got clean and sober you know and, and to see him perform you know what i mean the guy like Cuts pr- he still cuts promos and doesn't mess a beat. Yeah. You ever want to watch the best promos ever? Go watch Jake the Snake promos from the 80s. Yeah, they're brilliant. Amazing. Still cuts a promo. Um, I haven't seen him on TV for a while, actually, so I don't know if he's out of contract. But uh, but they know how to use their legend talent. He's about 80. Um, and the rumor was that Ric Flair would sign with AEW and he'd become Andrade's manager. Now, at the moment, uh, Chavo Guerrero Jr. is Andrade's manager, but on Rampage, not Friday, just gone Friday before, they did this thing where Chavo got beat up and, and Andrade walked away from him. Hmm. So I was like, oh, that's the setup. That's the setup for Ric Flair to come out. Um, and then, Dark Side of the Ring, the plane ride from Halad this week. Yeah, now, let me just jump in here because I had no idea of, <laughs> of what this Dark Side of the Ring was. So what, what night was it shown, UK? Um, or worldwide, what night was it shown? I believe it was... Th- Thursday night in the US. It doesn't have a TV deal over here. Um, it's no. on. It's on Vice, and I, I think they might air it on Vice over here, but it goes on to four on demand or all four, whatever it's called, but it's really delayed. Um, but it's one of them shows, because it's on Vice, which isn't the biggest TV station in the world, you can generally find it on Daily Motion. Somebody will upload it. Yeah, so yeah. So I generally watch them on Daily Motion. So I got up on whatever morning it was. I think it was Thursday morning or... I think it was Thursday morning. Mm. And I logged on to Twitter as I'm sitting at my desk in the morning with my coffee to have a look at what stupid stuff's trending. <laughs> and I saw hashtag Ric Flair. And I thought... Oh, God, he's dead. That was exactly yeah. what I thought. As soon as you see Ric Flair trending, it's like, oh, God, he's dead. I went, oh, I'm going to cry. No, <laughs> no, Rick. And I, I was just sat there for a moment thinking, no, Rick. Let's not, mm. let's not be there. And then I clicked on it, and then I looked and read what it was, and I thought, shame it's not. 
Um, <laughs> or bloody hell, I bet he wishes it was. <laughs> it would have been. Do you know what, man? It's, and um, apparently, this is a story that's well known among yeah, the wrestling community. It, the, the, the plane ride from hell is. I've known. About I went it for really. Years. I went really woke. I did. I just yeah. started laughing about being woke in general because everyone kind of goes, "Meh, it's Ric Flair." Do you know what? For people who don't know about the plane ride from hell, long story short, it's the early 2000s. WWE is the hottest wrestling show in the world. They're selling out arenas left, right and centre. They, they do a European tour. And the easiest way for them to get the wrestlers around is to hire them a VIP plane. Just yeah. a chartered plane, VIP plane, let's, and you get on a plane, you go to your next venue. Even in, the, even in our tiny, tiny island, the United Kingdom, they're literally flying from city to city to get to the next, yeah. the next venue. Like. Uh, and it's all VIP, and they need, everything's done, and they're about to come home. Everybody boards the plane, and then the plane's grounded. Now, once you boarded the plane, I'm right in saying you can't get off, can you? You don't get no. off. You're yeah. on the plane. You're then. on the plane. You're on the yeah. plane. So the plane's grounded because of weather. It's grounded for seven hours, right? Now, in these VIP planes, you don't get your little mini bottles of, of spirits. They have real bottles of spirits, large bottles, and they have staff that pour the drinks. They have a cart full of spirits. Normally, one cart will last the whole plane journey. They'd gone through three before the plane took off. Yeah. The rest has had. And then they had another cart for the journey as well. Um, it, the stories are infamous about Ric Flair just wearing his robe and nothing underneath and, and waving his massive space mounting cock everywhere um, about uh, Brock Lesnar and Kurt Henning fighting each other to the death about um, uh, Doc Hendricks just not dying Michael Hayes, same person, just punching people because he's off his tits. Uh, about Razor Ramon getting roofied and uh, <laughs> and just like being an, an horrible mess. Um, it, it's yeah, and about Vince McMahon and, and Jim Ross just sat in the back while all this is going on. <laughs> Jim Ross at the time was head of talent relations. He's in charge of these guys. He should be telling them to stop it. Sean Waltman or X Pac, as as people know, him, cutting off Doc Hendricks's ponytail. Um, <laughs> It, yeah, it's it's it was a mess, an absolute mess of a plane ride. Uh, but then, in this uh, documentary, it comes out about Ric Flair trying to get um, air, up against air hostess staff mm. to, um, to to touch his wang uh, about Brock Lesnar flashing Terry Runnels um, about Dustin Rhodes. Um, who's literally just gone through his divorce with Terry Runnels, just having a breakdown on the plane and trying to sing to her over the tannoy <laughs> phone, like. Um, <laughs> but Dustin Runnels, actually, even though <clears throat> Dustin Run, Dustin Rhodes, um, he, even though like he was off his tits and and and, and crying, um, was the only one in this documentary that kind of came out as as a kind of good guy because I think it was Ric Flair when Ric Flair was trying to rub his balls on everyone. He was, because he still had this phone thing in his hand and he, he shouted down, basically telling him to stop um, and nobody else did anything. So he's kind of come out of this not looking too bad, but Dustin Rhodes is a legend anyway. Um, now, do you know, do you know who's, who's taken the fall for all this? Tommy Dreamer. Yeah, he has, yeah. I didn't even know Tommy Dreamer was on the plane. Nobody knew Tommy Dreamer was on the plane. Until he opened his mouth. Tommy Dreamer didn't do anything wrong on the plane. He didn't do anything. He just got drunk and sat in his seat and did nothing. But then goes on TV and basically says, 
Yeah, it was just Ric Flair wanting getting his cock and balls out, and <laughs> and 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 it's massive. So of course he was getting it out, and yeah, he was just he was just being Ric Flair, you know, just kind of advocating for Ric Flair, trying to you yeah. know rub his rub he his rub his balls on people. Um, he's only so, getting his knob out. What so are you worried about? Literally, Tommy Dream has been instantly yeah, uh, in, indefinitely suspended from Impact Wrestling yep. um, for basically telling people it's okay to rub you. Rub your wang on air, hostess. If yeah. it's big, as long as it's Space Mountain. Yeah. If, it's, it's, if uh, it's a big, if it's a big Space Mountain, um, you're allowed to get it out and rub it on air, hostess. Is <clears throat> apparently the problem with Ric Flair is, is he's Ric Flair, and that's the problem. Yeah. If this was the late seventies, early eighties, he'd have been doing exactly the same. Yeah. Only he would have been younger. And there's a good chance, and I'm not saying it's right, it's because of, of who he is, there's a good chance that an aerostat would have just touched his wang just to get rid of him in all fairness. Yeah. But nothing would have been said. And if you don't call people out on it, then people think it's okay. Yeah. That's the thing. And he's, he's been styling and profiling. He lives the gimmick. Yeah, Ric Flair is Ric Flair. You know what I mean? It's not an act. Mm. Ric Flair is Ric Flair. He lives the gimmick, and he's been getting away with it for so long and this is now the early 2000s. Can you imagine if he did it today? If he did it today, he wouldn't get away with it. No, he wouldn't. And if that wasn't a VIP plane, if that was just like British Airways or something, that plane would have landed and every single one of them would have been arrested. Yeah, as soon it would have been. As soon yeah. as he hit the deck. As soon as he hit the deck, but they wouldn't have even got out far. VIP plane. Um, it would have been called the moment they landed on yeah. the thing. It would have been top news the moment they landed yeah. on the tarmac. So they all got away with it. It's coming out. The <clears> prosecution <throat> is starting on the old rock stars, isn't it? Oh, is it? Have you, have you noticed this? Uh, Aerosmith, Led oh, no, Zeppelin, no. La La La. You know all the young groupies? Yeah, yeah. Somebody said, hang on a minute, we all know that these girls were underage. How come no one's prosecuted? And someone's gone, well, that's a bloody good idea. Yeah. Because all the groupies are well known and have all said and well documented that they were doing this at an underage mm. time. Well, there, uh, yeah, we were. Oh, right, okay. Go yeah. to prison. Go to and prison. Then. That's kind of the middle ground that's been met. And I've got to say, I'm, or is getting met. And I've got to say to you, Dave, I've always wondered why that middle ground's never been met before. <laughs> it's, um, no, what? It's one of them, isn't it? Like, it's, it's kind people, of acceptable for a rock star to be doing that at, that at that time. At that time, yeah. It's people in power, though, isn't it? You know what I mean? They're not going to believe. They're going to believe the person in power. No, I'm not. They're not going to believe. I'm not talking about that with rock stars. With rock stars, there's actual documentaries of people, of the rock stars saying, yes, we did We did, X, all, y, stuff, we did yeah. all of this stuff. And I bet you've got some on DVDs around here somewhere, to be honest with you. Yes, we did all of this stuff, and it was X, and it was Y, and it was Z. And I've always wondered, how come this is popular? This is. Can you hear that? Is that an ice cream van? I think it's an ice cream van, yeah. How come this has <laughs> been popular knowledge that A and B has happened, hmm. and nothing's happened following all of this wokeness of prosecuting people from the past that don't really yeah. need to be prosecuted? I don't know. I don't know, to be honest with you. Um... If it's been admitted, then... Like Elvis yeah. would be screwed now. I know, yeah. Jeremy Lewis would be screwed now. I always remember from the whole like Jimmy Savile stuff and the BBC and Top of the Pops and all that, I remember Rick Parfit from Status Quo saying um, a lot of people are going to be very, very scared about what's happening at the moment. And, he, and, he, and even he said, he went, look, I don't think I've ever done anything wrong. He said, yeah. but girls came backstage at Top of the Pops 
Nobody asked how old they were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says, personally, I'm not worried. He says, but there's going to be a lot of people who are. Mm. Um, and I, I suppose it's been happening for years. It has been happening for years. And it's... I don't know, man. People people need to change. That's what it is. People just need to change. They already have changed. I yeah. don't I don't understand this recompense. Um, I don't um, understand how it's prosecutable, neither, to be honest. How do you feel about... Because I don't know how the other person just doesn't say, no, I didn't. Am I right in saying that I might have this wrong, I might have the wrong album? Um, Kanye's album just came out a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. I believe Marilyn Manson's on it. Uh, yeah. How do you feel about that, with everything that has been going on with Marilyn Manson? I don't... I don't wow, what's happened? He, he was... He had a bit of dirty... Did he have a bit of dirty sex with someone? He's been accused of being an abuser. Being a... An horrible abuser. An horrible like, abuser. An or, one of them horrible ones, yeah. uh, Has he been prosecuted? I think... I think he got away with it. I know. Did he get away with it, or was he innocent? I think he got away with it. <laughs> no, I'm just... Yeah. I'm just saying... Uh, I think it was it's also it also it. is around to interpretation and also yeah. that flex of language into getting away with it or were you prosecuted? No, or you got away with it? No, I was innocent. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? I think it was a case of getting away with it. I don't read uh, in re- in re- in in regards to your question, uh, not going down the Facebook path of yeah. of of that that reasoning. Um, I don't really care. Mm. I don't care in this instance. Yeah. Not that I don't care about that subject. Yeah, yeah. In this instance, I don't care, but that's only because it wasn't part of my yeah. uh, thinking at time of listening. I think if I was um, if I was an artist, and because uh, this is fresh <laughs> news, this is fresh. This is like <clears throat> this yeah. year. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or could have <clears throat> been last year. If I had an album out now. Would I have Marilyn Manson singing with me on a song? Yeah. The answer to that is is no. No. But I, I understand why Kanye's done it for the other reason yeah. why I said no, he said yes. I'd, I'd just be like, you know, the, the manager comes in and goes, oh, you've got an opportunity to work with Marilyn Manson. And, and I'd go, have you read the news? Have you, have you read what's going on with Marilyn? Do you think that's a good idea? I and think I, that's more Kanye know, looking I'd, at the news and going, oh, let's go wait with Marilyn Manson. Let's go with this, yeah. I think it was Kanye. Um, there's been a couple of albums dropped these last couple of weeks, and I can't remember which one he was on. Um, that Kanye album, I still haven't got past track three, I think. That's good. <laughs> I, need, I really need to try. It's, I, I, um, it's stop just, listening to it in track order. It's just, my, it's just not my thing. Just stop listening to it in track order. I'd imagine it. Okay. The worst um, thing to do on an album is listen to it now in track order. Okay. On a new album. Don't listen to it in track order. So just the albums now. It. I understand. In old albums, they used to tell a story or blah, blah, mm. blah, or it used to get um, intensely better or blah, blah, blah. Now, just shuffle it. Hour and a half in it. Yeah, um, yeah, it's all right, though. I remember, I, I think I said to you, didn't I? Now you're about to feel what us, us Iron Maiden fans feel. I'm a little <laughs> I'm a little bit slanty because I do, I do, I do love Kanye. He is on my top five rappers. He's very good. He's very, very good. Um, uh, the uh, College Dropout was a phenomenal album. Top five rappers for me. Um, Here we go. Uh, ooh. Hove. It, it's a, yeah, go on. Hove, so Jay-Z. Um, I'm in no particular order, yeah, by, yeah, the yeah. Way, by the way. Um, Snoop Dogg. Definitely, he's got to be in there, definitely. Uh, just mine. Kanye. Yeah, okay. Will Smith. I'd, yeah, I'm not going to... The, gonna the only... Re- this is my top five. 
So this is probably what I listen to the most in Andre 3000. Oh, yeah, Andre 3000 is pretty cool. Um, for me, I am, uh, I mean, I can't really think of anybody modern. Um, I think I've had anyone modern. Um, I, would, I would definitely have Snoop in there. Uh, Rakim, um, uh, famous from uh, Eric B and Rakim. Uh, but Rakim is, is such a good MC. Uh, Snoop, Rakim, um, Ice Cube. Oh, oh! I could. Sw- oh, yeah. I do like Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Um, I love no Vaseline. Yeah, Ice Cube. I'm going to throw Eminem in there. I don't like Eminem. Yeah, I'm going to throw Eminem. I in don't. There. Sorry, I'll change that. I'll change that. I don't vibe to Eminem. Okay, yeah. I'll throw Eminem in there. I can't and... vibe to it. It's <laughs> just not my type of rapper. I understand the artistry. It's fantastic, and listening to it, I go, wow. And there's some songs that I absolutely adore, but in a, on a whole and in general, I don't think there's over five. Buster Rhymes. Oh, I love a bit of Buster. Mm. Just because of how but fast there's probably he probably only five songs, though. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely Ice Cube, though. But then, like, you know, you've got, you have got, like, you know, Wu-Tang Clan and, uh, and groups like that and whatnot, which you could easily throw in. I'm just talking about my top five. Mm. I'll tell you an artist who I do quite like, a, a, a modern artist, a guy called Marco Mallow, who um, I discovered through in the first lockdown in 2020. Um, and he released an album called Back to Boom Bap. And literally, I only spotted it. It was like a sponsored advert on Facebook. And I was like, oh, that sounds pretty good. And he is that old school boom bap sound. Mm. Um, he's a German guy who grew up in uh, Detroit, I believe. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he's he, he's very, very good, but he is very old school. So it was like, oh, I can, I can, I can dig this. And I remember listening to the album and uh, really, really enjoying it. And he did a um, crate campaign to get uh, the vinyl pressed. And, you know, I, I, did, I plugged it loads on Instagram and... Uh, it did. It made the. Uh, um, it. it uh, I can't remember how many copies it was, but you have to. You have to pre-order x amount of copies. It's like a crowdfund or a Kickstarter. You have to get to so much, and then it gets made. And uh, yeah, so I've got a copy of it on on record now. But uh, yeah, Marco Malo, very. He's very good. Very, mm. very, very good. Um, definitely worth listening to if you like that old like boom bap. Yeah. Um, hip hop sound. In um, another unpopular opinion, but on hip hop, Snoop Dogg is a bigger rapper than Tupac. Yeah, 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 yeah. I forgot about Tupac. You've got. To, I'm gonna throw Tupac in. I think. Yeah, I, I'm, <laughs> I think um, myth and led myth myth and legend. Time, yeah, yeah, yeah. legend, yeah. all thrown in in one. I think are massively overblown now. I think Snoop was a bigger rapper when Tupac was out. When Tupac was alive, he. Um, he was very good. Tupac was very, very good. Uh, but Snoop, man, just that, the, the way, the I've way debated, that he raps. I've debated Snoop so many times with Tupac fans. Yeah, the way that he raps and his lyrics, man. I mean, I remember, I was young, very, very, very yeah. young when I heard um, the old, Doggy the old, Style. The old tape thing from Doggy Style where he'd had the brick wall and you, and you unfolded it like that mm. and it had all the lyrics for every single well, song inside and I was like I remember being a teenager looking at that and going oh, but we oh had, my god I've got the keys to homie heaven here my, my brother had a copied tape um, 
of, of Doggy Style, and I remember listening to him listening to it and just thinking, what is this? Yeah. This is really good. And obviously I'm young and the lyrics, like, are, you know, some of the lyrics don't, I don't understand what's being said. Um, but, yeah, there's naughty words in there as well, so of course I'm drawn to it as well. And I remember getting the tape, like, because he never let me have the tape because it was his tape. But when he went out, I remember getting the tape and then getting a blank tape and copying his tape. And it must have been like a fourth or fifth generation copy. You know, if you do tape to tape and yeah, then that yeah, tape yeah, and you yeah. keep going, it gets the quality of it gets worse and worse. So it was really quiet and there was loads of tape hiss, but that was my copy of, of Doggy Style. And uh, then a few years later, you know, actually buying the CD. And I lent the CD to Dan Potts. Yeah. This was back in the early 2000s. And, you know, it was last year... I came home. I came home, like, um, from being uptown, and I opened what the door. I opened the door, and something hit the door, and I was like, oh, I've got a post. I look on the floor. It's doggy style. It's t- it took him, like, 18-odd years to give it back to me. <laughs> it's like, I've got Spotify now, mate. I don't need it anymore. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're, we're good now. We're good now, mate. What year was uh, that? 95? 94, 95? 94. Four ninety five was it? I thought I, th- I thought that was generally what you were going for then. I thought that was the actual, not just your guess. Ninety three, ninety three, mate. Oh bloody hell, ninety three! Wow, yeah. ninety three. So a fourteen year old young Cleon got a bloke to buy him out of our price. Our price in t- <laughs> in, in Tunstall. Our price, bloody hell. You know what? It's funny you bring up our price. I bought uh, I bought a couple of tapes off mm. um, Discogs this week, and uh, they've come, and they're obviously owned from new. The guys must be just be selling his collection, and one of them's got the R Price sticker on the front. That's it. And I'm like, that's nostalgia right there. The other one had a HMV sticker on. Um, every but- every day at school, when we were going to school, we'd drive past R Price, and the charts would always be in the window. Mm-hmm. The album charts would be be like on a dry whiteboard. The album charts would be on one side, and then the singles charts yeah, would yeah, be on yeah. another, like that. And you used to know, well, you used to know where you were with your life, <laughs> as, far as, as far as music went, you know. Um, mm. And I always, I always remember a time. There was about a, there was a three year spell in in school, three, three year three, four, and five where we had the Williams, mm-hmm. uh, who went to Margaret Ward. And on the odd occasion, he'd walk down the school drive and you'd be doing PE and all of a sudden all the girls would just leave their PE class and the, P- the teachers would have to sort her out and yeah. move him over and you'd be doing whatever and he'd have a kick around and all that stuff. But every day, there used to be a different bit of take that. And you'd like look in the window and you'd be like, oh, how's he getting on? How's he getting on? He'd be like, oh, there he's 17. Oh, there he's 17. All oh, right, fair enough. And then I saw this other thing, and it was Snoop Dogg. I was like, what's this about? What was this just pre-Williams? It was around the same time. Around the same time, yeah, yeah. It was around the same time period. And I listened to it with my friend, because he had a tape. Hmm. And I remember seeing it, and blah, 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 this is it. And it was on the album chart. Yeah. So it was no longer on the single chart. I'd yeah. left singles now. And now I now graduated and become an adult. <laughs> I was into adult albums and I was more interested now in albums than I was singles. Mm-hmm. So I moved over and I saw and I think it was at number five, six or whatever. And it wasn't very well liked and this, that and the other. And uh, I went into Garrett and he wouldn't give it me. 
Yeah, because of the parental advisory. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was no such thing as parental advis- uh, advisory, wasn't there? No, yeah, yeah. Uh, late eighties, that kicked in. Yeah, wasn't allowed bite, so yeah. I went back out. And there was a geezer outside. I gave him the tenny, ten ninety nine, because I gave him eleven quid, and he went in and got it. Oh. Like getting, like getting the guy to buy you some uh, twenty twenty from the off license. No, I, I, I never <laughs> knew. I went and got that. I know I had a beard once. I asked. I went to and go. got that. I never even had a beard. I used to just walk in and go, "Can I have a bottle of twenty twenty?" And they used to go, "Yeah." <laughs> so, cheers. Um, I remember on that subject. I remember the first time getting served for beer. It was basically that. My my first was um, was that news agent just up from Vale on Amel Road. There's a little news agent just up from Vale Park on Amel Road. Oh, with the um, orange and yellowy thing outside. Yeah, that was it. That was the first place I got served, and and it was literally because I had a beard um, when I was a young teenager. So let, all, all my mates just gave me the money and went, "Go on, go on, you go do it, you go do it." <laughs> all right. <laughs> literally, I had all this change. It was loads of change because we were kids. Like, and I remember going in and I dumped it on the counter and went. There's about 23 quid there. How many cans of Carling can you give me? <laughs> and he just went, 23? Yeah. <laughs> like, All right, that'll do. Sound. <laughs> he just came out. He just gave go me take a, them. He just gave me a crate. <laughs> He's like, there you go, mate. Yeah, no, I used to. He used to do, it was always the girls who used to do it. <coughs> get away with it. He used, used to give the girls the money. And then it was always the big butch one. <laughs> who went and got you know the big girl of the group alright mate alright mate can I have uh, 40 fags 40 fags 40 fags 12 packs of slimmeries there uh, <laughs> 48 cans of carling and 2 bottles of cider uh, uh, anything else yeah and I'm paying him 50 I'm paying pieces paying yeah. pieces <laughs> big silver wave of it <sighs> and we're not suspicious at all no no um, very quickly, because we, we, we've done an hour, but before we wrap up yeah. today's show, uh, I went to the cinema yesterday. You did, actually, yeah, and yesterday. you've had a new pair of Jordans. Well, they, they, they are technically my new pair of Jordans, but I have had them for quite a while. They've been sat in the box. Have I seen them? Um, yeah, you've seen oh, them. Right. They're the ones from uh, just after Christmas. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Very comfortable. Yeah, there. you've blown the dust off them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, um, I... Fuck off. Yeah. I um, broke out the new Jordans. Uh, they're, they're very nice. Yeah, they're cool so feel. nice, so comfortable. The old Jordans, I've milked them to death. Uh, literally, there's nothing left in them. And I'm looking at them going, I'll get a couple more months out of these. They're walking themselves to the bin. And, you going, and your Jordans going, are going, no, mate, no, no we're, mate, come we're, on, we're you, done. We're done now. We've had a good time and we're done. Riot's, the, got, le- Riot's got left and he's dragging him <laughs> round the back with his um, shotgun. <laughs> so I broke out the new trainers, which obviously means I'm now shopping for new trainers. Um, but we went to see Shang-Chi and The Legend of the Ten Rings. Right, you then, can't get into it too much. I'm not going to. Because me not see yet. Yeah, I know, I know. But I'm going to throw this out there, Cleon. Right? Yeah. I'm going to say this. Don't I'm, say it. I'm going to say it, right? Don't. It's probably. No. Right? Don't say it. <laughs> I'm going to say it. It's probably my favourite. Oh, he said it. Standalone. Oh, he said it, Auntie. Marvel film. Now, there's a reason. There's a reason. It's because it's... Have you watched Iron Man lately? I have watched Iron Man, right? No, but there's a reason, right? (laughs) Did you see the look of disdain I I gave you then? It's because it's very Hong Kong cinema. And I love Hong Kong cinema. You know what I mean? It's very Kill Bill. And um, (laughs) it's it's really good. (laughs) It's so, so good. I've I've had two or three people tell me... They've come out of the cinema. But you were just crying at the end of the Kill Bill, so it's really true. It's very, it's very, um, 
it's very similar to uh, Guardians of the Galaxy because I didn't know the characters. Yeah. So you go in like thinking, eh, what is this going to be any good? And you walk up going, oh my God, that's the best film I've ever seen. And it was the same with this because I don't know the story of Shang-Chi. I didn't, this is like, even my lad, we, we all went together and he was like, I haven't even watched the trailer for this. I've got no idea what it's about. <laughs> um, and so we all went in like a bit, mm, what, what, what's this going to be like? And it's and like I say, I've had a couple of people who, who went in to the cinema exactly yeah. the same, and they've come out going, "Shit, that was good." Um, it's very, very, very good. I will have that movie done before this time next week. Yeah, it, it's a really, really good film, and for me as well, just seeing like um, Michelle Yeoh in yeah. the film. Um, who is that? Here out of Jumanji. Uh, she was in. Um, is it the Chinese bird in the film? She's in Crouching Tiger, Thin Dragon. That's probably what most people is would know. Is the funny from. girl out of? No, I didn't. I haven't seen that. She's film. the older bird. She in this movie, she'll be the. She's the older, wiser bird. Oh no, um, I'm talking about the younger, funnier one. No. In the film. No, no, that's that's not her. Um, yeah, she's Mich- in Jumanji. <laughs> Michelle Yeoh was. Um, <laughs> she's a Hong Kong legend. In all fairness, I mean, I one of the film. Uh, right, one of the films that I I've seen her in, which I absolutely love. People will know it for having a different name. It's got Cynthia Rotherick as well. The, the actual translation is Yes, Madam. Yeah. Um, but it's been known as Police Assassins. It's been known as Police Assassins 2. It's the same film. Um, but that that's one of the, the, the Hong Kong movies that, that I first saw Michelle Yeoh in. And, um, and yeah, she's, she's a Hong, Hong Kong legend. So when she popped up in this, I was like, oh, it's here. Um, so that was me <laughs> instantly happy. Um, but yeah, uh, really good. It's yeah. it's so good, and it's just Marvel doing what Marvel do. Yeah, and, they've kind of got it now. But doing they? it, they've got an easy set now. Doing it like you know, twelve, thirteen years after they first did it, so now they've got the even better technology deal. to do yeah. it. It's 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 a good film. It's that's well Sp- that Spider Man trailer as well for me. I've I've, I've I've seen that, and it's like wow, you're going to next levels now. Oh my good god, as well. Um, the um, Venom trailer. Is it on? Played before the movie, and uh, it looks it looks really good. Yeah. I really like Venom. I thought I thought it was I, like I thought it was well. a good film. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, the trailer makes this one look brilliant. I can relate to Venom. There's this there's this relationship between <laughs> um, between Tom Hardy and and the, and the Venom. That's the voice that's mm-hmm. permanently in my head. By the way, we it's, are willing to eat her. No. <laughs> It looks like it's going to be a good one again. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to that. But, yeah, most I would highly recommend going to the cinema to see Shang-Chi and not waiting um, for it to go on to Disney. Or, um, yeah, no, I'll go see it. I'll go see it. The, we saw it on the big screen, on screen fire. While we're talking <laughs> about... Yeah! Uh, Ethan started his journey in jiu-jitsu. Oh, wow. This week. He's going to be tapping you out, mate. <laughs> um, I believe he is, because I noticed something about Ethan. He's not really into football, but he is into fighting. Yeah. He does love to box. He loves to... And he, and he, I'm not involved, man. I know, but he's getting a bit too handy now with me. You know what I mean? He's at, yeah. the, he's at the right height now. But you're going to have to take it, because you're his dad. I know, but he's at the right height. <laughs> I've had to channel his energy, mate. Because he's at the right height for a straightforward punch or an uppercut. He's in me danglies. Oh, and the boys. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, it, it's quite a, a sensational bang on every time he goes. Hey! Like this, because yeah. he's... My son's mad into manga. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, he is. He loves mm-hmm. that style of child cartoon. Yeah. He doesn't like the, the usual... 
not the usual childish friendly yeah. stuff like the type of Chinese child mm-hmm. type stuff. Anyway, um, so he started to go, and it's quite funny because he's picked it up. Yeah, a lot, a lot about the katana sword. I think he's in the right age as well. He's, he's at the age where he's um, he's into samurais and yeah. ninjas, and it appeals to his mind. With him, with especially with martial arts, he's at an age where he's not too young to like mess about. Yeah. And he's he's old enough to understand, but he's still young enough for it to be fun and enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. you know what I mean. So it's it's a good age to get them into it. That is, and the, um, the instructor's fantastic. And if go... he starts now, he's going to be uh, yeah. If he sticks to it, you know what I mean. He'll be sticking to it because I'm not paying for this monthly, and he's not going every bloody time. <laughs> um, and plus, I've got a thing about if they start a new sport, you will do your ten thousand hours. If, it, if yeah. you're going to start something, you'll do your 10,000 hours and mm. then I'll stop taking you. But if you're going to start something, because me, my daughter started this with Port Vale and she's been a bit wishy-washy with training. Yeah. Now, she said to me after the game, she said, I used to be better than this person and this person. How come I'm not better than this person and this person now? And I've said, well, this person and this person don't moan when the dad says it's time to watch football. They actually watch football yeah. and they start and they understand. Said, I already know Freya trains five times a week. Mm. I said, so if you want to be as good as her and you want... You've got to train. You've yeah. got to do this every day with me for one hour. So every day, Bo, if you want to get to this level, you've got to commit to doing it one hour. Right, I'll do it with you. What? What? One hour every day? Yeah. Yeah. Me and you, Dad. One hour every day. <laughs> well, ah. Uh, Brilliant, nice. Well, <laughs> we'll just stick that on the to-do list that I already have with the, you know, City of Stoke and you already dancing and Ethan with his football now personal one-on-one training. But then I then I sat and thought about it and thought, yeah, go on then. Mm-hmm. If I'm doing an hour, an hour with her every night, and I've got an hour with him every night with his guitar at this age now, and I don't give him the opportunity to have the choice. I just go, this is just what you're doing this now for an hour. Yeah. This is just what you're doing for an hour. Just put up with it. This is just what you're doing. And get it so it's second nature. Mm-hmm. Then they've got a talent which is second nature to them. Yeah. And they've yeah, also cool, got man. some coordination. Yeah. I, I'm trying to get this parenting stuff down. This is kind of my interpretation yeah. of sitting and thinking of... Mate, none of us know what we're doing. Getting good at yeah. something. If you can get 10,000 hours in before you're 10... You know, you mm-hmm. you're gonna have like if I can get Ethan ten thousand hours of guitar before yeah. he's ten, at the from the age of five, what is his guitar playing skills gonna be like mm-hmm. at the age of ten? You know, reading music, etc. The same with Bo. Yeah, in I think football with, um, and dancing with um with my kids, what I've done is when they've got to the point of doing something where they go, you know what, I don't want to do this anymore. I've never gone, okay, stop. I've always gone, well, why don't you just give it? you know, another couple of lessons or another couple of yeah. days or another couple of this, whatever, and just make sure, just make sure you don't want to do it anymore. I mean, Little did it with swimming. She was yeah. going, through, going through her swimming grades and she got to the point a couple of years ago where she's like, I don't want to do this anymore. And I said, well, that's fine, but why don't you just just give it another course, another, yeah. another 10-week course, um, and just to make sure, you know, let us pay for this next 10-week course, mm. just to make sure... And if you don't like it at the end of this one, then we'll stop, and that's fine. Yeah. And uh, and she's like, yeah, all right, okay. 
and she did it. And after about two or three weeks, she was enjoying it again. And and now she's she's continuing. You know what I mean? It's it, well, you know, I, I don't I'm, mind if they really, really are not enjoying themselves and they really, really don't want to do it. Um, as long as they've given it a good go and then they've given it another go just to make sure, then that's fine. Okay, we'll stop then. It's cool. Well, we I'm getting a little bit of a cheeky time out of it because I'm getting the time to spend with my daughter. Of course, yeah. Which I love having a kick about. Not because I then Someone said, oh, <laughs> no, I just like having a mess with my daughter. Having a mess about with a football yeah, with, with a my football, daughter yeah, yeah, or yeah. climbing trees with my daughter on a bike with my daughter or, or any other time to spend. But she's asked me to help out. Mm-hmm. I've said, are you sure you want me to help out? I asked her three times, Dave. Mm-hmm. I did. I gave her three opportunities to say no. And mum was sitting there with her. <laughs> and she said, you've had three opportunities to say no and back out now. <laughs> I've said, right, so we'll do training. I'm not a drill instructor. I make it fun and we have a giggle. Yeah. You know? Um um, so I'm getting time there, and with Ethan, I'm getting, I'm doing the guitar with him. Yeah. So I'm learning a skill because mm-hmm. I've always wanted to learn how to play the guitar properly yeah. instead of just playing bloody Wonderwall. Mm, me too, in all fairness. You, <laughs> you know, and I, I, I've always, I've actually always wanted to learn how to play the piano, uh-huh. but I can't. There's something to do with me right and me left hand, Dave, and they don't want to know. It's it does take a lot of time. I can't play the piano properly. And uh, on my last uni module, there, there, was a, there was a section that taught you how to move your fingers up and down the keys properly. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I sat there for a couple of hours and did it, and I could do it, you know, repetitive motion, and you do eventually get into it. Yeah. But then I didn't do it for a week, and I tried to do it again. Yeah, I was like, don't. no. Yeah. So it's the same thing. You've got to continuously practice like. But um, it's, it's over-practice yeah. with pianos. I can't be bothered with that. I can't learn that skill with that too much effort. In. <laughs> That's just too much of a headache. But with mm. the guitar, um, it's something I want. There you go. Yeah. With the piano, I don't want to do it. Yeah, it's too guitar. much effort. With mm. the guitar, I do want to do it. If I wanted to do something dead quick and easy, I'd learn how to play the bass. <gasps> Cleon Bewley. What? <laughs> do you want me to say it now? I'd have the Queens of the Stone Age song on bass done. If I practiced within a month, yeah, I could give you that. I could give you that if you practiced. Um, not as easy as people think. The bass. Um, I learned that when I started playing bass. In all fairness, yeah, I know, um, but it is basically beat. It, it depends on uh, on the songs. You know what it I depends mean. Depends on the songs. It, it is only. It is tricky. only. It is pretty much though beat. Um, it's it's definitely part of the rhythm section of the band. It's not as easy as everybody thinks. Depending on the song that you're playing. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Which I learned very quick. I could, I could have. We will rock you down within a week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could play every ACDC song. Yeah, um, I could have that down in a day. <laughs> anyway, on that note, let's wrap it up for another week. Um, Guns big, and Roses, an afternoon. Uh, a big thank you to everybody that listens week in and week out. Uh, you guys are awesome. I say it every week, and I actually mean it. But be sure. If you do listen to is that you subscribe on your favorite podcast app. We're available wherever podcasts are available, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And go on, Claire. Before we end, here's a challenge, ladies and gentlemen, who are listening to the podcast. While we're on the subject of subscribing, what I want you all to do is get five friends to this week. And I want you to get five friends' mobiles, and I want you to take the mobiles off them. Just take it off them. Go on to the podcasts and just press subscribe for them. And say, yeah, I'm going to listen. Just subscribe. <laughs> Just subscribe. Join in the fun. See, I'd, I'd prefer if they listened and didn't subscribe, but meh. Whichever. I do. I'll take Let's the do. subscriptions. That's where we get the sponsorship from, Dave. 
um, don't forget to follow us on our social media as well on Facebook it's facebook.com forward slash shingles list podcast on Twitter it's at shingles list PC you can follow me on Twitter shingles underscore list and on Instagram at shingles underscore list you can follow Cleon at klbuley on Twitter and at klbuley5 on Instagram you guys are awesome and we will see you next time have we had any like booby applications yet no oh, okay